What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to the 81st chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the Blood Money Meme Magic episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rakitansky, Julian Fields, and Travis View. This week, we are pivoting to video and taking a look at the deluge of propaganda clips being pushed on social by Mike Bloomberg and his campaign. Now, Mike, if you don't know him, is a billionaire oligarch pumping historic amounts of cash into the Democratic primary, and he's been focusing his messaging on Zoomers and millennials despite their general loathing of him. To understand what the fuck is happening and why this Goblins campaign is ripping him off, we'll be sitting down with Vic Berger, a video editor known for his work on Tim and Eric and for Super Deluxe. I'm very excited. He's my favorite video editor. Yes, absolutely. Such a we, funny guy. We, we love Vic. Very friendly. Also, we have a Twitch now, so please go yes. follow us at twitch.tv slash QAnon Anonymous. My true passion, so I can finally get back to playing video games and once again believing in Q. Yeah, I got as him. As opposed to doing a show about, like, why it's bad. I got him a mic, uh, so he doesn't <laughs> do what he did last time, which is show up like a clattering boomer. Wait a minute. It, sounded, li- it sounded like you 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 knocked no. over eight things in your house from where you were to where the <laughs> mic was. Like, on your way over there, like some sort of extended physical bit. That's the sound of you approaching a game. So, but either way, we're going to be setting a schedule. We're going to be doing premieres of episodes on uh, Monday nights. On Thursday nights, we're going to do uh, another stream, which will be a little more like, hey, what if we played, for example, just Jake stories? Like, what if we just played all the Michael Flynn stories in a row? Like, you know, story night kind of thing. We'll be playing games with people, some shooters, some Civilization Six, like open, open-minded stuff. Wait a stuff. minute, I didn't approve any of those games. episodes. <laughs> no, you don't get to choose games anymore. Last time, what? Wait you a chose the first game, and the viewers said... This is boring. Uh, they expressed it clearly in chat, and you're also gripping your mic. I think you chose it. I think First, you chose that. Oh, I chose remember Daisy. you saying, All right. you saying, why don't we do Daisy? Well, if you want to come watch our podcast fall apart, <laughs> twitch.tv slash QAnon Anonymous, and we'll be we'll be streaming twice. If, if you just go there, even if you don't do Twitch, go there, follow us. It helps us because it helps us build a bit of a of a following there. Yeah, I We're really, keep, I, I, uh, I hope that you will will go because that that is a place where Julian can't edit me. And what you guys don't realize is that I maybe about 11% of what I so if you want to see 100% unfiltered, possibly problematic Jake, uh, come follow us on Twitch. <laughs> QAnon News. For my top story, uh, 8chan creator flees to the U.S. after being charged for cyber libel in the Philippines. May or may not be in our living room. (laughs) So Frederick Brennan, the 8chan creator, turned anti-8chan crusader, is in the United States after a warrant for his arrest was issued in the Philippines. Uh, The warrant was apparently for cyber libel, and cyber libel is apparently... Not the title of a uh, William Gibson short story, but apparently a crime in the Philippines. Yeah, apparently, um, well, we'll we'll get into it a little bit more, but apparently the law is being emphasized by the government currently because they're trying to take down the Filipino uh, version of Gawker due to some, uh, you know, non-friendly stories. Mm. So the government's not a big fan. So they like these cyber libel laws, which are very rare, by the way. Anyways, we will get into that on our premium because guess who's on our premium? (laughs) Physically, in our home. 
So uh, the arrest warrant is the consequence of a lawsuit filed by the uh, 8chan and 8kun owner Jim Watkins. Brennan was sued by Watkins after he tweeted that Watkins was senile and incompetent. Really tame tweets, obviously. Man, that's crazy. He is senile and incompetent. Yeah, he's incredibly yeah. senile thing. <laughs> and, and incredibly and, incompetent. Incredibly incompetent. I heard that These Jim, are facts. I heard Jim empties out uh, yogurt pots and fills them with diarrhea, and every morning he <laughs> unseals a nice cold... Diarrhea yogurt and just what? spoons it. What Spoon an incredible factual it. statement you just made. That's right, Travis. <laughs> I've done my research, and here are my findings. So uh, Brennan's tweets were in reaction to Watkins' appearance in uh, U.S. Congress, where uh, lawmakers grilled Watkins about 8chan's role in extremist attacks. Watkins is pursuing Brennan under the Philippines Cybercrime Prevention Act. The law was enacted in 2012, despite outcry from human rights groups all over the world. Brennan faces the risk of imprisonment between 6 to 12 Years. Now, that might sound like, oh, with his special needs, that's a death sentence. Or, hey, I mean, he doesn't seem like much of a threat to me. But have you seen Cyber Fred? <laughs> Cyber Fred is like 6'8". Yeah. Hyper violence. Uh, yeah, they and, should put his cyber his cyber yeah. persona. Then you would maybe understand could get, why he could get in it. trouble. Yeah. So for my second story, uh, famously senile man Jim Watkins and owner of Eight Coon has set up a, a pro QAnon political action committee. Dude, oh, that's it, fantastic! Oh, Wait, is that the guy who who just recently? And this is another fact. Um, it was whenever he it was found that when he pees, worms come out in the stream. <laughs> this is yeah. This is uh, that's this, him. Same this guy. Is a true fact. Okay, same we're, guy. We're of course asserting with actual malice. Yeah, um, the, the guy who who has a bruise from where the uh, refrigerator door hits his face <laughs> every time he opens it. Yes. Okay, that guy. So that, I'm just that, checking. That's him. So uh, Jim Watkins and friends have set up a political action committee, which is called Disarm the Deep State. It describes itself as the first super PAC dedicated to removing the shadow government actors. Oh, my God. They're finally going to take it from their cold, dead hands. So it is a real po political action committee. Uh, they filed with the uh, Federal Election Commission using a Mississippi address. Yeah. Disarm the deep state. We are in a good era. It is. So when, you, ca when you call the phone number associated with the Mississippi address, you actually hear uh, this voice message from Jim Watkins. Leave me your name and number and the reason why you're calling. If you're selling something, send me an email at br5411. He sounds like fucking Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> like, no joke. Like, a real-life version of that. Like, I'd like, fuck me. I'd fuck me. I'd fuck Would me. Would you fuck me? Not, not, but not even like it. you've called uh, this organization. He doesn't say his name. It's just like, he sounds like he's just rolled out of bed and, and delivered this message. Yeah. He's probably doing it from a yoga pose that's yeah. really hard to hold and you would never be able to hold. Your body is less lithe than Jim <laughs> Watkins. So here's how founders of Disarm the Deep State Pack uh, describe themselves. We are patriots like you. Located across the nation, we collaborated with Jim to think of ways to bring our growing movement of disillusioned individuals into the limelight. For too long, people who have become aware and criticized the deep state have been maligned by the mainstream media. Despite the false reports, we are neither extremists, nor psychotics, nor terrorists, nor conspiracy theorists. We are mothers, fathers, veterans, churchgoers, and hard workers. We are patriots. We are among the growing few that have followed the trail of evidence and can no longer turn a blind eye to deep state abuses. After much discussion, we realize the only way to beat them is to take control 
of their own game. What actually I really find interesting about this pack is that their website basically advocates for the QAnon general agenda, but it wants to do it through a more sort of a conventional political process. So uh, this is stuff like voting for QAnon promoting congressional candidates and uh, like just donating money to the cause. The website includes like a long list of QAnon promoting candidates to vote for. For example, here's how the site praises Jeremy Brown, a congressional candidate for Florida's 14th district. Mr. Brown is openly a member of WWG1 WGA and has attended rallies in support of Q. Well, that's all you need to know. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got, a he's member got my of vote. He's, he's, he, he's of where we go when we go all. He's got the he's, biggest brain worms. He's showed his face in public yeah. in support of QAnon. That's how committed he is. <laughs> Uh, the website also says that eventually they want to develop an anti-deep state caucus within Congress. Mm, yeah. As we gain a foothold in the Congress, we would like the candidates who have joined the Great Awakening to form their own caucus. This would allow for better collaboration and an increase of political pressure to create policies that diminish the hold of the deep state. We will show a united front to the career politicians within the two houses and prove through tireless efforts that where we go one, we truly go all. So, okay, so instead of, like, the violent overthrow of the cabal and they're hanging, now they're settling yes. for, like, the most lukewarm, tepid That's right. electoralism. That's right. You cowards. <laughs> Dude, they're becoming Democrats. The Democrats there are becoming go. QAnon, and QAnon yeah. is becoming the Democrats. Oh, my so God. True. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's you know, what He doesn't manifest things by saying them, Travis. I don't. I, sometimes he does. He I was do. talking about coronavirus way, I way do. before. I do. He, he's our oracle. I do. I do. Oh I do. God. Okay. I warned you guys about coronavirus three weeks ago, yeah. four weeks ago even, didn't yeah. I? I stood in your living room and I said, this is going to be a problem, boys. And I spouted off a bunch of shit and, and look where we are today. Yeah. Look where we are today. No different. Just still reading just news garbage. Mm, uh, I have, have seen no more of an sick outbreak. people, have not been sick. And everything is just based on the media I consume. Oh my God, you're going to get it first now. Where's your coronavirus uh, victim that you've seen physically? Not on TV, not through some fucking garbage that you poison not your brain with to panic. Give it two to four yeah. weeks. MSN. Okay. All right. There we go. All yeah, right. more time. Right. <laughs> just around the corner, baby. Just around the corner. I will see my first coronavirus victim. I do want to mention that actually, I think it's actually kind of significant that that uh, he's advocating for these sort of QAnon principles, you know, again, through like conventional democratic processes rather mm. than like this uh, a violent military overthrow. Yeah. Because there's this concept in sociology called goal displacement. And this is when the original goals of a group are replaced over time by like different goals. And in cults, this can come in the form of the cult downplaying the original sort of uh, fantasy goals, instead focusing on more immediate and practical goals. So Far more dangerous. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Far exactly. more dangerous, by the way. So if the QAnon community, like, they lose its hope in the storm of mass arrest, they might instead, you know, focus on just, you know, uh, you know voting, even, like, locally and stuff. And uh, so they'll still want to see, like, Hillary swing, but maybe they'll try to do it through, the, like, the Make Hillary Swing Act of 2024. It's going to rule because basically we'll have the same level of shitty corruption. Like, our potholes still won't get filled. Except now they won't get filled because the money is going to, like, dig tunnels to find children underground. Yeah. So it's just going to be yeah, right. how—it'll how, just be a different misspending. I actually don't think QAnon candidates getting it 
anywhere electorally means anything. I mean, they're going to waste their time. They're going to be at, at at worst like an impotent version of Trump, just confused. Well, and kind I know. Of- I mean, at worst, they'll be right, and they'll find children in tunnels under the ground, and then expose it to the public, and then become you know the winners of essentially like the you know the next culture war, and we'll have a hundred years of QAnon. Yeah, Travis, have you considered that they find the children underground? <laughs> oh well, I mean, <laughs> Jake's I mean- excellent point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. They break. They, they break through. Finally, a wall, and it's like the uh, Ninja Turtle like underground lair in, yeah, the, yeah, in yeah. the old like <laughs> abandoned pizza boxes, trains, giant, <laughs> giant rat. For my final story, uh, QAnon followers have no worries about the novel coronavirus because patriots are in control. That's right, King. So, uh, as of this recording, there have been around uh, eighty-six thousand people who are infected with the novel coronavirus worldwide, and nearly three thousand have died. Uh, the very first death related to the virus in the United States was reported in uh, Washington State. Yeah. The Centers for Disease Control recommends that people who are well can protect themselves the same way they can guard against any virus by washing your hands frequently and avoiding touching your face. I've read. Uh-huh. I've read. Don't touch your face. Yeah. More times in the past week, I think. Yeah. But uh, it's hard to do because every time I read it, uh, I, I do it. I touch yeah. my face. Yeah. How am I, I supposed to remember who I am? Yeah. <laughs> I do that at least once uh, every hour. Mm. Yeah. Just touch my face and say my name slowly. <laughs> And just remind myself this is all incredibly real, painfully real. As we're talking about this now, I have like an itch like just under my nose that's like, it's going to... Yeah. Well, some people are concerned about the spread of the coronavirus, like Jake here. Mm-hmm. There's at least one group that is feeling pretty blasé about it, uh, the QAnon community. So, and they're right. So the stems, I mean, this, they, they, might be, they, might, they might have a point on this yeah, one. Yeah, they're going to they're outlive us on but, this one. But uh, they, this stems from their belief that patriots are in control, and therefore they won't be harmed by any kind of like major serious disaster, including global pandemics. Yeah. They mm. genetically alter the disease to avoid patriots. Oh. It can detect if you're patriotic. For example, uh, the QAnon promoter uh, Inevitable E.T. claimed that uh, we were perfectly safe because a Q drop from two years ago said your families are safe. Attention. Please stop freaking out about the coronavirus. We got this. Time to put your big boy pants on and finally, <laughs> actually, trust the plan. God, they talk to each other like they're chilled like toddlers p.s this is a two-year delta from the release of info from our dhs on the coronavirus to the public another q on follower named lion of judah chimed in with this agreed we have assurance of safety and no justification to panic potus also hand waved the risk seriousness of the situation as we know when a human being waves his hands diseases often respond it is weird it's like they just trust q so implicitly like right. it's, it's just if trump said it that is the absolute gospel truth, which but the is funny thing is wrong-headed that, way to go around. I mean, I, I don't disagree. Think, I'll, if, if it leads to them not worrying, they're doing better than true. Jake mentally. That's true. That's they're true. They're doing I mean, a better job worrying at protecting is, is themselves. Worrying is never, never good, never good. But yeah. uh, there are some they're doing it for the yourself. wrong reasons. I'll say that. I don't know. If 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 we can get just less panicked, Q people, I'm going to take it. All right, we'll, we'll, call, we'll call this a win then. Yeah.
So today I want to talk about the way that like money and memes can combine to manipulate online sentiment. And specifically, I want to zero in on the campaign activities of Democratic candidate for president and former New York City mayor Michael Bloomberg. Despite being a black hole of charisma, uh, Bloomberg has made a surprisingly good showing in the polls recently. Uh, one February 18th poll from NPR, PBS and NewsHour showed Bloomberg with 19 percent support among Democrats and Democratic leaning independents. Uh, that same poll showed him with just 4% of, of support in December. So it's on an upward trajectory. He's obviously not going to get the nomination, but it's weird that he's, he's managed to grow it as much as it has beyond one. You yeah. can say he's obviously not going to get it, but that doesn't mean anything in a world in which literally every candidate except Bernie Sanders says they want a brokered convention. A brokered convention could, in fact, lead to Bloomberg. It could lead to anybody because it's a non-democratic yeah. process in which elites pick this shit behind closed doors. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. It's it's not specifically Bloomberg I'm worried about. I'm worried about the fact that these people don't care about the votes of the people. Yeah. It it just, like. I mean, yeah. Why so, even have a primary? Why even allow them to get paid? He just hired... Uh, people who are on the s state staffs of like primaries that haven't happened yet, dude. I open, and it's okay. I open my mailbox legally. I guess I open my mailbox honestly from like the the week, and it was like there are probably and I'm not exaggerating like seven or eight like Bloomberg flyers, postcards, like letters. I mean, they yeah. are just like it's unprecedented just dumping. Yeah. just I don't need to tell you that this is literally money. a guy saying I think we're about like Russia now, and I'm an oligarch, and I think I can just take this. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Also, um, did you see on there was there was a video of him? Maybe it was like during one of the debates where he basically like almost says he like bought candidate. He was like he's I, talking about the senators. He's like I I you know I paid to 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 put I Pelosi and all those people in office. He goes I I, I bought I I got them. Yeah, right. Unfortunate uh -huh. Freudian slip. Oh for uh, yeah, I don't think very I, unfortunate. That's not even a Freudian slip. That's just you said the thing you weren't supposed. I mean, is yeah, it Freudian yeah, yeah, at that yeah, point? Yeah, no, yeah. you're no, just no. He, I mean, whoops. He, no, he talks about putting <laughs> pumping a ton of money into their campaigns, them getting elected, yeah. and then he says, "I bought, I got them." Yeah, I got them, and and I also I want to fuck my mother. Oh, sorry, that's a Freudian slip. <laughs> As of this recording, Bloomberg has spent over $500 million on his campaign, solid half a billion. That's Which uh, is like just the interest, right? Like I read some I crazy anybody, stat. It was like just the fucking interest yeah. on the money that he makes. He's anybody like, who takes half a, half a billion dollars and does this with it, I I honestly believe can be put to death. Like, <laughs> okay. All right. Don't, I'm, I'm sorry. Not, I'm not. All right. Speak death. for yourself, not the, not the podcast. We'll say that. He chose to all let right. people freeze on the Don't. street, starve. Not, he killed people by using that money that way. He took a part of the economy and said, we're going to blow this out the window while all these people starve and die. So, he is a mass murderer. Try him at the Hague. Okay. So, <laughs> so, I'm so curious to hear which of that will be bleeped. Right. <laughs> None! The passage you have just heard is parody. It is intended as a joke and should not be taken seriously. So that's an average of $5.5 million a day since he officially became a candidate. What a piece of shit. It's also $190 million more than all of his active Democratic rivals combined. Mm. So these are actually all figures that you can actually read on the uh, news outlet Bloomberg. While a lot of his money is going into traditional advertising like television spots and mailers, Bloomberg is also pouring an obscene amount of money into basically posting and memeing. 
Uh, these efforts include hiring 500 deputy digital organizers at $2,500 a month. Uh, they are supposed to work 30 hours a week and promote his talking points to online friends and phone contact lists. So if you get a DM from someone out of the blue old high school friend talking about how awesome Bloomberg is, that's the reason why. Well, hello, young staff members. I am the sheriff uh, of this here uh, space. And unfortunately, you will all be put to death under the laws of this here small western town for what you've done. Um, so it's me, the meme sheriff. The meme sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> Reporter Taylor Lawrence for the New York Times reported that uh, Bloomberg campaign is also pouring a lot of money into their Instagram uh, efforts. Uh, specifically, they're working with a new company called Meme 2000, which is the past, a really weird name. It was founded by the chief executive of Jerry Media. Uh, Jerry Media is probably most famous for being behind the uh, content stealing account Fuck Jerry. They're also uh, well known for their involvement in the famously disastrous music festival Firefest. That was a good time. And so very smart. I went there to, to hunt for human beings, and it was incredible. <laughs> you know, Dude, I bagged like 12 rich people at that thing that were just so disappointed in Sunbird. And I have their heads up in here in the studio as trophies. <laughs> I fucking Fire Festival was so good. And Julian's on one today. I'm um, sorry. Something, <laughs> something's off today. <laughs> I, uh... So Meme 2000 combines the efforts of several viral content accounts on Instagram with millions of followers. In the middle of February, all of these accounts posted sponsored content from the Bluebird campaign. Uh, most of the posts are screenshots that look like a DM conversation between the uh, Instagram account owner and Mike Bloomberg. They all portray Bloomberg as like a little kind of like out of touch in a way yeah. that I think is supposed to be endearing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for example, there is one post to an Instagram account called Grape Juice Boys. And it's just a viral account, uh, um, which has over 2.7 million followers. Uh, in this fake DM exchange, uh, Jake, will, will you uh, play Mike Bloomberg? Mm -hmm. And Julian, will you play the Grape Juice Boys? Hello, Juice Boys. Can you post an original meme to make me look cool for the upcoming Democratic Party? I don't think so, TBH. Your vibe is kind of off. I put Lamborghini doors on the Escalade. What? So that's, that's that. This sort of a little DM conversation. So this depiction of Bloomberg as an ironic character is the brainchild of Evan Reeves, a creative director for Jerry Media. It's going to be a culling. And today, okay. today, we're, today, we're going, today we're going out to see um, a group, a musical group called Public Enemy and Bernie Sanders. And incredibly, we are going to be executing Chris Matthews on stage. <laughs> I hear that he will be pistol whipped. Wow, you really are by Chuck on D. one. All he right. will be pistol whipped by Chuck you can't, D. Can't be Bernie, contained today. And Bernie will execute him point blank. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't think so. Good night, Chris Matthews. All right. You know, I'm I've heard, leaving. Look, I've, heard, I've heard that, 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 about Bernie, that Bernie has a follower's problem, Julian. You know, you don't you don't really want to add to that, you know? I'm not a follower of Bernie. I'm from abroad. I am a foreign uh, interventionist. Okay. And it's Terrorist. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right. Parody, parody, parody. It is intended as a joke. So uh, when a teenager who runs the meme page at Big Dad Whip was asked <laughs> about the prospect of uh, posting sponsored Bloomberg content, he was quoted oh, as man. saying, I would be down. Bread is bread. So... Uh, hey, bro, uh, this is Adolf. Will you uh, repost the swastika <laughs> for me? Yo, no problem, Adolf. <laughs> the Instagram page for World Star Hip Hop, which has 22.1 million followers, also took those uh, Bloomberg bucks. 
uh, World Star Hip Hop posted a video of a boy taking his girlfriend's photo while she poses in front of a, a graffitied wall. As the video goes on, the camera zooms in on the boy's phone screen. And instead of displaying images of the young woman, the screen shows only the words, this is a Bloomberg ad. So they're very self, self-deprecating. self Be like, oh, yeah, we're taking Bloomberg money. We, what, what the fuck are you going to do about it? It's, we're not denying it, but this, it is what it is. They're going to find him with coins in his eyes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus, come on, Julian. <laughs> Oh, man, you're hitting all the sweet spots today. Riled up today. Oh, my goodness. But Bloomberg isn't just paying off big accounts. Us lowly posters can get uh, some of those Bloom bucks, too. (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) You're not allowed to make up that word. (laughs) Bloomberg bucks. It sounds like fucking Monopoly money. (laughs) Through an influencer network called Tribe, the Democratic candidate is offering $150 to micro-influencers if they're willing to post nice things about Bloomberg. But to qualify, you'll need between 1,000 and 100,000 followers. Damn, we could do it. Yeah, we could do it. Yeah, we could do it. We could do it. 150 bucks. Refuse advertising and then for 150 bucks, throw it all (laughs) away. (laughs) For Bloomberg. We'll each get an eighth of weed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At one point, the Bloomberg campaign tried to acquire the parody Twitter account Miguel Brumbito. Which uh, which made fun of Bloomberg's bad Spanish since 2011. Ah, this is so so bad. the offer, which was made to the 33-year-old Staten Island mother of two who runs the account, <laughs> was declined. So good for you. Hell good yeah. Thank God. That's yeah. right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn. That means like almost every politician has less of a spine than someone who's running an account called Miguel Blumbito. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Miguel Bloombito for press. Bloombito <laughs> is the yo, only one I'll yo, vote Bert, for. Yeah, Bloombito. Uh, yeah. Sanders Bloombito ticket is one that I think yeah. would do very well. Uh, Bloomberg's aggressive and expensive digital campaign strategy has, in a few instances, crashed into big tech's platform rules. On February 21st, Twitter suspended 70 accounts that were posting content uh, about Bloomberg. And uh, Twitter's claimed that the duplicate messages broke its policies against platform manipulation and spam. Mm. This is really interesting to me. Another component of Bloomberg's digital campaign involves a tech company called Hawkfish, which he founded with former executives from Foursquare and Facebook. So Bloomberg's campaign has pumped $25.7 million into this company, according to FEC records. So no other candidate has created their own vendor to aid in their campaign. So here's the weird thing. Not a whole lot is known about Hawkfish. Oh God. It has no website. Its creation wasn't announced or publicized anyway. There's no press release saying we're making this company to aid by campaign. In fact, uh, Bloomberg's campaign first disclosed details about the company only after CNBC pressed the campaign about why it was going on a hiring spree in December. So Hawkfish is described as a digital voter identification and messaging company. Its main task is allegedly optimizing how the campaign buys digital ads and reaches voters on the issues they care about the most. In one instance, Hawkfish uh, updated available voter data that uh, Democrats have used for years in order to make it more useful. So 
This is one of those things I think touches on one of your points you made, Julian, about the DNC and conspiracy theories episode is that is that when people operate in secrecy, even maybe there's legitimate reasons for it, it breeds sort of suspicion and conspiracy theories. Yeah. And um, so here's this 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 company and they're they're basically having an influence on her democracy in possibly a significant way, because uh, one thing that Bloomberg says is that he would hand the basically the, the operations of the company over to wh- whoever wins the Democratic nomination offer it what yeah and so so here's this this mysterious company and then and then there aren't being transparent about it and i'll just say i haven't seen a lot of conspiracy theories about hawkfish yet why not you know i see like it seems like it's right material the national spokesperson for the bloomberg campaign sabrina singh said uh this of the digital campaign while a meme strategy may be new to presidential politics, we're betting it will be an effective component to reach people where they are and compete with President Trump's powerful digital operation. So that powerful digital operation she's referring to is uh, led by Trump's 2020 campaign manager, Brad Parscale. Uh, the Trump campaign is expected to sink a billion dollars into getting Trump reelected this year. And uh, it may involve, you know, manipulating digital content in ways that uh, we haven't even yet conceived. Maybe stuff like like Bloomberg is doing or yeah. even like worse. This yeah. goes with like the acronym, pacronym stuff. Yeah. The, 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 that kind of lady is basically uh, who's working for Bloomberg right now. And they're selling them on, oh, you got to be as bad as them. You got to use this information. Yeah. You well, got to pump memes. The thing garbage, is. Garbage. Just saturate everything. But the everything. thing is, is, like these guys are way better on it than anybody Bloomberg's hiring because they want to do it for free. And yes. they've been doing it for That's free. Right for fucking years because they actually hate they their act- opponents yeah exactly you can't meme properly if you don't properly hate and yes, identify absolutely. your opponents yes mm-hmm. absolutely that if you're is gonna 100% be a fucking warrior true. don't pretend you're you're just up there doing democracy yeah you're doing a lazy as this is a bloomberg ad like where while those guys are fucking like uh, you know photoshopping hillary clinton's head on a fucking crab <laughs> <laughs> powerful meme <laughs> <laughs> like I you're may, not like you can never beat them. I'm let me just I, I got to rant for a second. I may not be a strategist, but I've got you in my pincers. Bloomberg people like you can never beat them. Like they it's you're absolutely right. They hate too much. They their hate is pure. You are nothing. You're <laughs> right. a mercenary. And they bitch. don't like fancy themselves artists. They're they're not yeah. like a graphic designer that's like okay, like let me like th- think this out and like they yeah. they just they These act on like are um, fucking Dothraki. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, they, they're Dothraki. Yeah. They will move on you with horses. Yeah, yeah they do exactly. not care. Yeah, they act with like emotion. It's like emotion feeling. They see a fucking picture of a crab. They go, oh my god, that crab looks so fucking so aggressive. Like I'm an and and kind of like Hillary. I'm Bloomberg just gonna take this. Bloomberg literally makes bots of human beings. He is a person who is damaging the left's talking points profoundly by pretending somehow that the process of making your voice heard in a democracy is some sort of automated system that's like a top-down organization from a corporate office. Fuck you. Fuck you, Mike Bloomberg. Fuck you. I did not expect to be this angry today, but fuck you, Mike Bloomberg. Nice, nice. Don't open your mailbox. <laughs> oh, come on. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. No, he means like the flyers, dude. A fly, okay. Oh, I'm dude, no, I'm okay. not the okay. violent guy. Well, I, feel like, what, what I feel, I feel like we got numbered here. Oh, oh, mail bombs? Oh, That's oh, a really yeah. specific thing. <laughs> no, it sounds like you have experience. Yeah, yeah. That's some IRA stuff. All right, fine. All yeah, right, Travis, okay, you can no, always count on me. I'm on your side against Julian's violent threats. Bullshit. New York Times reporter Matt Flegenheimer summarized Bloomberg's campaign efforts like this. 
It is not quite as admirers present it that Mr. Bloomberg is a chess master whose opponents play checkers. He is more accurately working to bury the board with a gusher of cash so overpowering that everyone forgets how the game was always played in the first place. Yeah, I, I wonder if they have a word for that. Hmm. Not, not, it's probably just running for government. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. It's very, um, it's very, it's very sad. I don't know. I th- feel like, feel like, you know, there's like, there's something maybe naive, I guess the internet has always been a commercialized place, but there's something, I guess, kind of pure about like the way people uh, moved memes. They could be toxic. They could be like bad, but at least they are authentic. You're right. People's hate was pure, at least. Not the idea that like just a guy can just shove yeah. half a bill into the into the system and then make it do yeah, what it wants. Sorry, but if you have a meme and you're paying money so that someone else can see it, that, that's not that's not how memes work, buddy. Yeah. Memes are self-replicating due to their nature. Yeah. They shouldn't require money to be pushed. What you're doing is disinformation and propaganda. It's yeah. simple. Yeah, right. yeah. Simple. A you're meme, a fucking liar. A meme becomes a meme organically. That's that's sort of inherently like a meme, but a failed meme doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And there's no way these fucking memes float when you fucking put them in the actual waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The market does not support Bloomberg. Capitalism doesn't want you you lose bye bye there was a great i saw a great me- i saw a great set of memes a wave of memes that rolled in a couple days ago uh, that spawned from a, a user on reddit a couple months ago promising that he that he'd give one of his nuts if a, a certain set of destiny 2 armor came back <laughs> and it did come back like a couple weeks ago or whatever. And so the whole like Destiny 2 Reddit community is like on this guy basically being like, they're like, we're well, we're like, we're oh, here to collect to the nut. We're collect. here to col- collect that nut of yours. And there's all these memes that have been like spawned for it about like yeah. the just very specifically like yeah, the so if you Reddit want to be community, politically like, effective, yeah. <laughs> it has to be about that. Yeah. Cutting it, off your nuts for video games. Yeah. For specific armor. Thank you so much, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, try to call it like I see it. Vic Berger is a video editor known for his work on Tim and Eric and Super Deluxe. His stilted, hyperactive style captures the society of the spectacle by heightening its absurdity. Welcome to the show, Vic. Hey, how you doing? I gotta admit, we're big fans, so we're yes. very happy to have you here. Thank you. Very exciting. I'm a big fan of you guys too. So I'm glad so people cool. people are doing big, big doo doo cacas out there with video, so that we can have you on to explain <laughs> what they've done wrong, <laughs> and we're gonna hold their little right. d- little puppy heads near yeah. it to yeah. they can smell it, Mr. Bloomberg. Yeah, smell it. Smell what you did. <laughs> Shake it, you know, grab now it delete, by its mouth. Now Shake delete it. the tweets, right. Mr. Bloomberg, delete the tweets. Um, Have you seen, speaking of Bloomberg, the the Bloomberg debate video, which is like this, I contacted you because this was so Vic Berger-like. He basically edited a speech to make it seem like he made a point about being the only like business owner or whatever Mm, on stage. And then he made it seem like everybody was silent. They found no response to this amazing point (laughs) that Michael Bloomberg made. Of course, it was completely bullshit. So. You have you you seen it? I, I've seen it. Yes, I, I, he's ripping you off. Yeah, there's hundreds of people like sending me like, oh. you know, did you actually make this yourself? But like I, 
I don't know. I didn't think it was that great because it wasn't funny. You know, there's nothing. No, it felt completely flat. Yeah, yeah. and I, I've had a lot of people that do stuff that are like, hey, check this out. I made it in your style or whatever. And there's always like something that's a little off about it. It's like it's generally there, but just something isn't quite right for the most part, you know. But And that's one of those examples, I think. Yeah. Um, but I do think, I mean, I think it was effective for who whoever that was meant for because then they, even though the point is not valid, you know, that yeah. he's just trying to say the public uh, figures or people that work in the public uh, sector can't, you know, do what he's doing because he's a this big businessman or whatever. Right. But it, um, It's been tested by the market, which is the only force that can tell you if you're actually good at something. Right, right. So that's obviously, yeah, not exactly true. But um, I think the, the main thing is it just, just wasn't funny. You know? yeah, and, and it wasn't. It was they, trying to make and, a point. They yeah, don't understand yeah. where like what the humor is like they yeah. think that they can just do the editing tricks mm. and like that in of itself is funny yeah. but it's like you're coming off I mean I think it was doesn't he say something like how many of you have ever started a business yeah yeah but right. that in and of itself is not like a really like launching off line so that when you get, you know, seconds of silence and little zoomed in reactions mm. afterwards that you go like, oh, yeah. man, he got right. him. But that's right. because if you reverse it, it's not it's like if you did that for Bernie, like mm. Bernie's like, how many of you are for Medicare for all? And then you cut to fake silence. Yeah. That's not funny. Mm-hmm. It also doesn't make Bernie's point. No. Yeah. It's no. a failure on both levels. And I think people pick up on that, how fake it is and, and everything. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. It's you just... should revert to Trump. You put John Podesta <laughs> behind uh, bars and, yeah. and Hillary Clinton. Right, and you right. have like a sound playing in the background like, yeah, or yeah. something. You know, it just <laughs> yeah. has to be cheap and shitty if you're going to mm-hmm. be a fascist online. Come yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And th- those memes just inherently work better. So the meme <laughs> format is meant for <laughs> shitty, degrading content. Like, <laughs> You cannot have like 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 this kind of like highbrow like uh, no. you know centrist liberal like it just doesn't it just doesn't work. But there must be one thing that that I think has to be noted is of course it's not like a million Mike Bloomberg style ghouls under him making these videos. <laughs> yeah. There's like young right. people, and from what I've heard, mm. a lot of like. Bernie supporters or other supporters are just taking the money. Yeah, yeah. And so they're they're sitting there and they're fans probably of Vic Berger mm-hmm. or whatever. And so they're applying the same techniques. Right, he's paying like people 150 bucks, I, I saw. That's, that's what it is. Like anybody can submit. Yeah. And the, the price, if you have like between one and a th- and 100,000 followers, he'll give you 150 bucks. So that's... Yeah. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, what it's a, just an open call for whoever. Open which, call. Yeah. I'm waiting for somebody to like, like code in like you know uh, child sacrifice videos. Like yeah, you know if yeah, you like yeah. you like switch the hues or whatever. Uh, like a different <laughs> image emerges. And I mean, like, I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. Yeah, yeah like I mean, come on, trolls. Yeah. Like where are you? Like this guy's get, this guy's gonna pay you 150 uh-huh. bucks to potentially embarrass him on the internet. Like, but that was so weird. Is that? A lot of this stuff was embarrassing for him, except (laughs) it was like in this, it was done by like, fuck Jerry. So you you get that the point of it all is, is to kind of have an ad passed on to somebody or to convince them of something, Mm -hmm. but you're doing it in a way that's like, it's literally like Mike Bloomberg being like, hey, would you post a meme? Nah, man, I'm hungover. Uh, Okay. I have $6 billion, $60 billion. Oh, okay. I'm up now. What's up? 
That's yeah, the meme. Yeah, who is yeah, that convincing? Who is that like? Yeah. Who's oh. gonna, also, like like a lot of those those meme accounts are they're, they're like middle schoolers, like the like the target audience. You know, there's people that yeah. can't even vote yet. But so it's like I don't just a yeah. waste of money. Yeah. And I mean, but, but fuck Jerry is a perfect partner for them. Like just mm-hmm. you know knowing where they came from, just stealing people's stuff and, and reposting just, it. Just yeah. like the nihilistic mercenaries, yeah. the uncreative and no, uh, no passion, no passion. There's Donald Trump would yeah. never have to pay anybody on like the Donald R- to make a meme for. Him, right, you know what I mean? Right. They just fucking love it and they right. want to. And mm-hmm. it's like a source of pride. I don't think any person that's like in Bloomberg's camp is like, oh my God. I can't wait to get a good. I fucking love this guy. I can't wait. <laughs> I just thought of a great Bloomberg <laughs> meme. No, whereas with Bernie, it's true that even that like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm once again, you know, like yeah. people yeah. love it. They yeah. think it's funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you have yeah. to be able to make fun of yourself in a lot of ways. Like you have to sort of like in, in some ways, some of the best memes highlight the, the the central character's sort of flaws and and acknowledging that as part of the humor. Bloomberg, I, I could never see in a thousand years him poking fun at himself in a way that's like genuine mm, and it's gonna yeah. make somebody be like, oh man, not such a bad guy. Yeah. And so like are you going to contact uh, Mr Mr. Magic Mike Bloomberg. I might, I might. Some I, of that I, money, you some of that cash, yeah. <laughs> that silence will be taxed at $10,000 right. a second. <laughs> the Vic Burger silence, TM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, so yeah, we were talking about this, but he's been paying influencers uh, like fucking Fuck Jerry mm-hmm. uh, and, taking mo- and they're taking money to post these kind of ironic self-deprecating memes which are still obviously designed as advertising for a billionaire's campaign. So. Right. I mean, what? Yeah, what do you think of that? I mean, are we are we seeing? Is this a list? Do all the meme makers who who do this go on a list? You know, I think so. I mean, <laughs> I think, but they've already been on a list already. That's true. But you know, you know who redeemed himself? Well, not totally redeemed himself, but like, fat, the, what's a guy named the Fat Jew? Oh, he yeah. spoke out against it because he was like contacted by Bloomberg, and and he's like, re- yeah, yeah, railing against his. Uh, you he know. was like, hey man. I'm down for first Jewish president, right. but it won't be you, Mike. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he—that's that, a smart businessman who who yeah. looked at the looked at the battleground and was uh-huh. like, "Man, I mean, if I associate myself with this, mm-hmm. this with this shit, the rest of my shit is gonna is my career yeah. is fucked." I mean, I guess yeah. it's on par with like running the fire festival PR, like right. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah for fuck Jerry. That's these people are nihilists. Like, they yeah, they, they believe in nothing. Yeah, he's partnering with the fire fest people. Yeah, you know, it's just like it's unbelievable. I don't know. I think it's a very strange, uh, like, there's something about irony in memes that people, where people think, oh, we're just post-politics because of that. But the, re- the result of it, if you think you're beyond politics, is this. You're going to be fucking weaponized by some fucking piece of shit because he has enough money. Yeah. If you really, truly don't believe in anything, and it's all just mm-hmm. memes and lols. At the end of the day, like, there's, there's a bill to pay. Right. And uh, we may have to deal with this miniature president mm-hmm. that is not going to be a good time, <laughs> I have a feeling. So as the political discourse grows increasingly shrill, kind of gaudy and absurd... People are saying it's kind of hard to create satire these days. And like it's it is it is true that if I were to evaluate reality, it seems to have been edited by Vic Berger more and more just yeah, naturally. There's, there's less work for me now. <laughs> less yeah. intervention needed, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. What do you what do you think about that? Do you think it's challenging or? Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it is in a way because, you know, Trump is embarrassing himself every single day. He's just saying the most insane things and just it's driving the hate everywhere. So, I mean, really just have to, like, let him be 80 to 90 percent of what you're putting out there and just let him let him do his thing yeah and then just amplify little bits of it you know if you if, um to just to find the find the humor there right so there's less gaps between the points of edit i guess yeah yeah i think so um yeah. and then when you get the right ones they must be so good because it's yeah, like yeah. watching him simultaneously mispronounce a word about <laughs> human rights and also right. 
you know, kind of try to swear and slur his words. I mm-hmm. think he's way, way worse now. We watched an Adam Curtis clip of him on debate stage mm-hmm. in 2016. It seems like there's been a profound mental health. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. E- even though, like, it feels like it's the same guy as it was three and a half years <laughs> mm-hmm. ago, when you watch the old videos and the new one, you're like, oh, oh yeah, man, there's yeah. like some slippage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some or, definite or, or, slippage. Or the day he announced, like, he, like, he was all fired up and he, like, he wasn't, he was just, doing his thing he was like a you know fairly normal trump but nowadays it's just like it's like what is going on yeah, there yeah it, it does I, there is some i think he's there's got to be some drug too that he's on like so. there's some upper or something that yeah. it always seems like he's coming down from being on uppers there the must slurring. be yeah yeah some I, sort I, of like symptom I symptom wonder, treatment for the early dementia stuff yeah, i wonder if yeah. like you know how on like football and stuff if like uh, you know your star <laughs> runner like injures his knee you, you take yeah. him back and you pump him full of shit yeah. he's good to go for a couple hours what if like the Republicans yeah. have some kind of like yeah. syringe or whatever, and when when Trump starts to like melt, they you know yeah, bring him back yeah. into some fucking room, fucking pump him full of some like drug that's not even available on the market, uh-huh. and just you know this will last another this four years. Work. Get back out there. <laughs> Get back out there, buddy. Yeah, yeah I, I do think that like every campaign must have a, a fucking chemist on board. Like, yeah, they uh, must. That crazy fuck who would just give Hitler whatever mix made sense before the meeting, uh-huh. and was like responsible for various uh, negotiations going either wrong or right based on what drugs he put in the, in the needle that, that day. But I think today it's a bit more refined. Obviously, back then he was really going buck wild on, on old Hitler and uh, got him into quite a amphetamine frenzy, unfortunately. It could just be like the aspartame from the Diet Coke, just like, <laughs> just like sort of like solidifying like yeah, inside, yeah. like turning into like a white chalky yeah. rocks that like his body has to, you know, negotiate with. If he dies of aspartame poisoning, I will fucking, that would be amazing. The first person to overdose on Diet Cokes due to, uh, you know, his fragile condition. Yeah, I don't know how long, how much longer it's gonna last. Like, but uh, can you imagine, like, if he gets another term, though? Like, like, oh like, my it's god, it's gonna be insane. Like, it just the way he's, you know, going down and degrading. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. They're gonna have. I to... think this campaign is gonna be fascinating, to be honest, because mm-hmm. he has to get up there and be angry and yeah. accuse probably a socialist of being a socialist yeah. and a communist and all this shit. And mm-hmm. we're gonna see, like, yeah, a guy who cares more about Broadway try to yell about the like Iron Curtain or something. Mm-hmm. A guy who never thought about anything else except in the 80s there's going to be more business opportunities in in you know one half of berlin or whatever yeah. like he doesn't politics are just a series of circumstances for him. i don't think he will i think he's going to be like why do i well, like this is america like i'm not going to debate a socialist yeah, he's, he's just going to i don't think he's going to debate no yeah, there's there's no way he can't because no. the same team of doctors that pumps him with the syringe mm-hmm. is like <laughs> do not, and yeah. not have you uh-huh. on tv uh, you know improving essentially yeah i would love it if he if he, he was on stage and he's trying to do that thing he did to Hillary where he stands behind her yeah, and hovers, hovering. except he's standing behind Bernie and Bernie's taller, I'll bet, <laughs> so he just blocked. Yeah. I'll bet Bernie's got like fucking sharp elbows. He could just, you know, they, really People just who play basketball with like... him said that he had sharp elbows and he was a wily bastard, so... <laughs> Hopefully, you know, Jews. Yeah. Jews turns out we're <laughs> decent at ball. Like, that's just... Yes, you want to believe that so bad. Yeah. We're and not you know, in the NBA, in some but we're, ways de- it's true. we're decent at like right. rec room basketball, you know what I yeah. mean? And a little bit of freestyle rapping every now yeah, and then. Yeah, like uh-huh. Paul Barman, your best rapper. Huh? <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> so, I know there's a lot of people out there um, kind of... They have access to insane editing equipment now. Stuff that I wasn't able to do with like Final Cut Pro mm-hmm. ten years ago. Now you can do on your phone pretty pretty yeah, easily. Yeah. Swap music out, uh, even do post production and stuff like that. Um, I think that at the same time, kids are looking at 
a million choices and you know they're inspired by people who like made their voice pretty clear i think like you what would you tell them like if they're getting into video editing today they're interested in politics maybe they mm. even want to have things change as a result of their work right um i mean i think the best advice is just to just to keep trying things and um you know you can you can practice like emulating something some you know something that you do like but just just keep pumping it out and don't spend too long on it i would say just keep putting out short things, you know, like the, the Bloomberg thing, if you, you know, like that guy, he's probably some kid just experimenting stuff. Um, yeah. And, and just keep finding, working to find your own voice. That's really what it is. Just, just, just practicing. Yeah. That makes failing, sense. You know, I think emulation, it's like a lot of people feel fraudulent when they're doing the emulation, but the mm. truth is like, unless you practice uh, your favorites, you know, then yeah. you'll yeah. be able to find yeah. what, 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 what fascinated you along the way. And then you can choose that one point of fascination and say, I'm going to go deeper with that. Yeah, that's a jumping thing. off point. And then, yeah, and then totally kind of becomes your own. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I feel, I feel like emulation sort of teaches you the tricks uh, or, or at least te a little, like some of the technique of the people that you, of the people that you like and mm -hmm. the people that inspired you to make your own thing. And eventually, because you're just not that person, if you keep going, the content is going to steer towards whatever that thing inside right, you is right. that makes your stuff unique or whatever. Right, right. And, yeah. and, and try to find the funny if you're going for, for you know, that, that kind of thing. Just make sure that the funny outweighs the, the politics. And I wonder, is that, um, is that basically trying to not make it, or not trying to make a didactic point? Is that what keeps like maintains the funny? Like, how, what's the difference between something like what Bloomberg um, did? And... I well, you, I think it's just you gotta you can have your your fundamental point that you're trying to make in this video, but you just really have to find where the the humor is. That you have to yeah you know focus on what like. You just have to remember that it's a comedy video, I think, right. is, is really what it comes down to. That makes sense. And, and I think also another another thing I would add to that is is to trust yourself and to trust your friends. If mm -hmm. you're making something yeah. and you start laughing and chuckling, leave it. Like, yeah, don't second exactly. guess yourself. Or if you're watch, if you're showing a buddy and they're standing over your shoulder and you both start laughing at some little mm -hmm. edit you make or whatever, like, leave it in. Like, trust when people mm -hmm. laugh at your shit. Um, I think a lot of times, uh, and I know for me personally, uh, my own insecurities get in the way of me allowing myself to make something yeah, funny. Totally, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so once you're past that, you need four hundred million dollars, and people will be seeing <laughs> yeah. your videos. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, a yeah. bit, like a big right wing stereotype is that the left can't meme, and I think there there is something there about the didactic nature of like the message you're trying to pass through, like a comedy video, essentially, mm -hmm. or like a a meme which is inherently supposed to be funny or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you think about that? The left can't meme. I just think that's just bullshit. Of course, I mean, it's like obviously, it's just a it's just a line to shut down conversation and. And uh, it's I think it comes from their own insecurities of not being funny. You yeah, know? <laughs> like it comes down to like the, like where who's the funny right wing comedians? I don't you know where are they? Where Stephen Crowder? Stephen yeah. Crowder? Yeah, where where are late <laughs> that night Owen Benjamin right dude? talk show hosts? Oh, Benny Johnson? Yeah, Benny Johnson. Oh, <laughs> that is oh my god, he's it's embarrassing. Dismal. I met him at the RNC a couple of years ago. Just like I didn't know who he was, and then all of a sudden he like posted a picture of us, and then I looked him up. He's just like this clown guy, you know? Yeah, but yeah. he came through through BuzzFeed too. Yeah, right? it was yeah. a BuzzFeed and so Benny many fucking guy. Yeah. baked Alaska. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he was a BuzzFeed guy. BuzzFeed's being a real. Yeah, what are they? What are they doing? I mean, yeah, like when you when James Woods is like cranking out like your spiciest <laughs> yeah. uh, comedian, James yeah. Wood, the funniest guy. Oh out yeah. There. Well, you know what's it? Okay, so uh, they're totally wrong. Maybe if the phrase was like centrist liberals like can't meme, like maybe yeah. there'd be some truth to that. Right. But the left can fucking meme. Mm-hmm. If you go to our communism, like there is some fucking <laughs> spicy ass shit on there that rivals anything uh, you'll find on the uh, Donald. Yeah, I came. Across the, uh, this Reddit, uh, what do you call it? I forget what you call it, a subreddit or whatever. Yeah. It's like the right, the right can't meme or something like that. And it's yeah. just the the worst, <laughs> the worst, mainly Benny stuff, you yeah. know, of course, but it's just embarrassing. But the worst, the worst ones that, that upset me, or not upset me, that trigger me, you know, are the ones that are just like, you know, there's like a Sylvester Stallone in Rambo or something running out shooting people. And they just stick like Trump's face over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's the extent yeah. of their humor. Yeah. yeah. But it. like, what is that? Like, are you that embarrassed that Trump is like, you know, there's this pig the, character. The they have to make him, it, you know, it, Ben Garrison, making him all muscular and everything. Like it works as a meme though. Cause it's funny. Yeah, Even though it's like yeah. absurd. They're trying yeah. to make that claim. Yeah. Me as a person mm-hmm. who's just not there with them. Yeah. I still think it's funny to look at. Yeah, it is. That's the it problem, is, yeah, is that is. their failed memes are right. still funny yeah. because they're, uh, I suppose, crude and grotesque mm. and, and angry, uh, you know? Yeah. And, and they're in a way, if, you're, if your meme is not crude, grotesque, mm. and angry, it's kind of hard. Yeah, to... and I get, but I guess they're trying to make their point that he's he is this powerful guy. You know what I mean? Like, but obviously, <laughs> yeah. like we're, we're seeing it from different, like, uh, from different, right. different lens, I think. Cause yeah. Like, even, like, a lot of my, um, like, when I first started out in, like, 2016, I was doing all the, the Jeb is a mess stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I that. didn't realize that I had a ton of these alt-right fans that thought I was, like, this pro-Trump guy. Uh, yeah, and I was, like, like people would send me pictures uh, at Trump rallies of them wearing Jeb is a mess t-shirts. And there's a video oh, of somebody like, yelling. Because you hit Jeb when, around the same time as yeah, Trump hit Jeb. Yeah, yes. And there's a yep. video of some dude yelling Jeb is a mess to Trump, and Trump starts laughing. It's like one of the few times I've ever seen Trump laugh. So it's like, what? The, wow. that, I had to reevaluate, like, what? what yeah, is going yeah, on? yeah, yeah. How did I get crazy. here? Yeah. yeah and, and, but, I mean, I just thought I was just, like, heightening, you know, who Trump is, this horrible pig person. But they—that's what they liked. They about like, it. That's that is a you know? really interesting theme. Is and I, I see it when I when I scroll through like the Donald just to check mm-hmm. the temperature. You know, is when when a when a meme comes out that it, like by all intents and purposes like would be kind of degrading to Trump. They love it. Of they, course they do. They, they be, mm-hmm. Because because it's this defense mechanism that's like, oh, you thought you were gonna piss us off? Yeah. No, like we can't lose. We're like right. team win all the time. Yeah, so yeah. this thing that's like humiliating to the president, mm-hmm. we love it. That's, we'll repost it. That's like it. Trump posted the uh, the Kirby enthusiasm bit. Did you see that? Oh yeah, of, yeah, like, yeah. The MAGA hat because and, he I mean, likes that. He likes that, or he just wants to take make it his own. Say it doesn't bother me, you know? Yeah, I mean, he is it's, a representation of that meme of like I made this, and mm-hmm. then like the kid like takes the thing and they're like I made this, you know. I mean, he yeah. is just a, his intentions mm-hmm. really are are no yeah. deeper he, than than a crude uh, uh, Microsoft yeah. Paint meme. Before he ran for president, he used to retweet me fairly often. I would send him um, a horrible photoshopped image of him, or, or it's like it's just slightly <laughs> off, you know. And it's like his like his like mouth would be like this, his jowls would be down, his eyes would be like crossed or whatever. But he can't see it properly. But he probably did. Yeah, so, but also, I would I would hi- I would like cover it by like saying, "Mr. Trump, would you please run for president? We love you. You're the best. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah, you're the course. best businessman. We lo- whatever." <laughs> so he would like retweet a couple, and a couple times he caught it, like his like Scavino. <laughs> probably saw is like all right mr mr trump we got to take that down but then what he started doing was he would take the compliment 
and then manually retweet it. Like he would type my compliment oh. in and remove the image. So there's all, if you can, you can go search them all. They're Incredible. All, yeah. He's like, I'll take it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'll take the compliment. Who cares? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think it, it is important to Unreal. remember that Trump is looking at reality more honestly in, in one way. And it's that when you look at that Curb Your Enthusiasm video for the average American, they just see some elite Jewish comedian mm-hmm. guy who in his little car that they don't relate to yeah. getting uh, out of getting his to be, ass kicked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to relate to people. Yeah. And and what they see also is this man on a motorcycle who is friendly to other people who like Trump like him. So they have solidarity. Right. He's not going to take shit from these elites. Uh, you know. yeah. So Trump's yeah. correct that the propaganda against him being put out by libs is actually helping him. They have mm-hmm. no ability to see the crack in reality that he has opened and where he is, in some ways, connecting to the average person <laughs> way more realistically mm-hmm. than almost any lib candidate out there. Right. Precisely because he knows, no, we don't like these people. No one respects them. We all know they're fucking dirty. Mm-hmm. They're dirty. I'm dirty. But I'm also going to fight. I'm fighting I'm going to humiliate you. the people you yeah. hate. And uh, I'm doing it from your side. Yeah. Right. It doesn't mean I'm helping you. It just means do you hear the voice leaving from you mm-hmm. to <laughs> yeah, Nancy yeah. Pelosi that you've been screaming at on television uh-huh. for years right. because she is a fake. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah, what he yeah. sees and everyone else sees and mm-hmm. no one will ever elect I believe a democrat who does not understand yeah. that. Yeah. I don't and think he's it's a fake good. too, but he's yeah. our fake, you know. He's yeah. Like, that's it. Just, yeah. yeah. Just like Bernie, you know, we all know we all know he's going to get into office and immediately give huge tax breaks to the big companies. (laughs) But I just like the cut of his jib and you can fuck off. I like rude people who abuse uh, anybody who disagrees with them, you know, and that's why. Yeah, he's he's honest about how fake he is. I mean, that's um, I saw this video once that was like probably Bernie is that he's not fake. Bernie is like is like the. It's like you've been eating shit for years and suddenly you have to eat like a vegetable with no salt on it. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, I know I need to do this. The doctor told me I need to do this. Need to do this right? But he's not even trying to pretend that there's salt on it. Like that's what sucks yeah. about Bernie a bit. You know, mm-hmm. sell us on the dream, baby. There's this There's this video. Every, every once in a blue moon, I'll see a video that like humanizes Trump to me in a way mm-hmm. that like kind of allows me to see how – his his base sees him, and there was this video of like him. He was like, Jake, give, we're gonna make he was, Daisy 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I love. We're this going guy. to add. We're going to add a feature. <laughs> we're going to add a feature where you can group up with your friends before the match starts. Um, no, no, it was a video where he's like, you know, in front of some big, te- you know, te- uh, television screen or whatever. Mm. And he like turns around because he can see like the back of his head like projected onto <laughs> yeah. this giant you know two hundred foot. Did screen he comment on like the baldness? Yeah, or something? and he's like, uh, and he's like, uh, he goes, yeah, bald spot looks pretty good today. I try like hell to hide it, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I remember. Oh that. fuck, I so relate to. But this. also, like, he just but he wants everyone to be like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, we it's, love you. It's yeah. fine to be bald. No, oh, look at me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he is yeah. profoundly insecure. That's all it comes down. It's always about him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's insecure, but he is completely unable to have anything go inward like mm-hmm. trump is, yeah. is entirely outward so everything is yeah. gonna is gonna be outward even if it's just insecurity which mm-hmm. should be a quite inward yeah, yeah 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 good time i love him uh, <laughs> yeah this is great we're a hope good man he's here. fighting hard for yeah us. fighting hard you know, for just... everybody here especially us three Doing oh a great, great job the other day i saw a guy who had hashtag kaga in his thing, which is keep America great I love again. That. I love that. Keep yeah. America great just, again. Uh-huh. You fucking fried it's, my yeah, brain. Yeah, you yeah. fried my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> it took me like half a day to recover from that. Yeah. I don't, ah, <laughs> man. And I see them all the time because they follow QAnon Anonymous like Twitter because right. they think it's a QAnon thing. Yeah. I have people contact me. In fact, you know what? I'm going to read you. This is the kind of shit that I get that I get sent uh, to me. And it, it, it fucking breaks my heart, I have to admit. Um, there are people contacting me to tell me that they need help because they're being like controlled by the CIA oh, or they're a Manchurian candidate. And and it never, ever stops. And today I'm going to read you this message, Mr. Vic Berger, because you've come here for pain. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and pain you shall get. Pain you shall receive. <laughs> I am reaching out to QAnons as Satanic Deep State is attempting to use me in ritual. Cloaked CIA involved per many psychics who have kept me alive. Trying to get message to Q ASAP. My connection was the music industry. Please help. Thank you. Time is short. I helped M Michelle. That's Michelle. I, I, I know wow. there's a woman out there writing these <laughs> wow. messages to me. She's like, I helped mix Weezer's fourth studio <laughs> album. <laughs> what? <laughs> and ever since, <laughs> the demons are trying to get me. <laughs> <laughs> there's also there's a guy who there's a guy like a QAnon guy who um who thinks all three hosts are bots and oh, so yes. he'll send yeah, he me he AI. sends he's like he's seen us he has uh -huh. seen us on video yeah but he sends me like these these pictures that have like weird text and almost like a captcha yeah yeah, basically. yeah yeah and I look at them and like every now and again I look at it for a while because they're so out of, and I'm like oh my fucking god like am I a robot like like oh. like your own reality starts to when you spend enough time in this stupid world uh, like your own reality starts to fucking you, unravel have you been confronted in person by any of these people yet or uh, have they found you only gently at the second rally uh -huh. like the organizers and stuff yes we're, we're just a bit like we know who you are you made fun of us okay because we had that public episode where we, right. we played some of the speeches and we you know uh-huh but we try to stay polite with them like we're not there to harm them we're just no, there to capture no. you know so. and do you think do you think a lot of them think it's like a game or do they really literally believe I think a bit of a mix. I mean, I think that like the society of the spectacle means that there's almost no separation between entertainment and politics at this uh -huh. point. But I think they're pretty damn serious. Yeah. 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 They believe this Jeez. stuff. I, I think it's one of those things where it maybe <clears throat> was like a fun game at first. Mm hmm. But they've been playing so long and devoted so much time and like thought and effort to it that to backtrack and admit that it's all been, you know, some sort of farce yeah. is like too breaking right. nobody wants to admit that they've wasted that much time and then the trump people or the the campaign they want it to happen like do you see laura Tr or lara trump yeah like yep. shared a q she thing did. the other day like like, like one of that's, the biggest q anon accounts that's, that's, yeah, like, that, i mean that's like unethical like because yeah. clearly a lot of these people are just like a little deranged yeah. you know and that, yeah. that's just making things worse for them but Another not that it matters. As long as they thing. win, though, as long as they win, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The matters. Trump, yeah, the Trump campaign is not concerned. <laughs> they don't care. Whether, yeah, there's no concern whether advertisement of yeah. like QAnon is like bad for its people. Like yeah. as long as it amplifies the base yeah. and like gets them out I, and keeps them involved. I know then... they do. They do make people turn their shirts inside out if they wear a Q shirt at yeah. a Trump yep. rally. So. Yeah. Apparently, you can get in with a Q plus hat, though. One lady at the rally told me that. <laughs> yeah, she's telling you that the, everybody can get it. And nobody, t as they've been asking, nobody you can to add take the plus. These off. Uh -huh. That's the trick, and you make sure that Trump is is uh, celebrated for his tweets, his uh -huh. his posts, his his drops, <laughs> the Q plus drops. Yeah, it's so weird. It's like they're trying to keep such a fine balance of like we're not overtly going to endorse this, but yeah. we're not gonna like. Yeah. It's like I can neither confirm nor deny. Uh -huh. It's just uh -huh. like squarely on the fence about like this radical. Yeah, and the whole it helps them. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they're I don't know if they're competent, but I know in, at CPAC last year, it w- you know, it wasn't uh, as prominent and they were trying to a little bit kind of mm-hmm. just keep it under the bed. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, they were keeping some of the crazier people out, like Laura Loomer wasn't allowed in. Uh, yeah, they didn't want her in there. Uh, Nick Fuentes. Yeah, the he little, was. Little yeah. Nazi bastard. Uh-huh. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So, you know, right now, like, I think that one of the things that video, people doing video are noticing is that uh, social media algorithms are profoundly changing their ability to share it and to get it out there, um, depending on what techniques they've used or if they have text on screen. Can mm-hmm. you tell us a bit about, like, watching that change come and what you think of it? Um, well, it doesn't affect too much, like, my my editing, actually, or, or what I choose to, uh, to edit. Um, but it does, like, come down to, like, when you're naming the video... Um, you need more of like a clickbait kind of thing where that's going to anger somebody that reads it. Um, but I don't really like, like to you yeah. know, involve myself in that really. Um, now and then I'll just do it like almost as a, you know, satire of like Ben Shapiro or whatever. I'll, you know, have like Donald Trump shits his pants or whatever, <laughs> but it'll be like, you know, I'll Shapiro will do it. It'll be like shits will be in caps and there'll be oh, like yeah. exclamation, just mm-hmm. something to grab your attention. Yeah. And you need a you need like a, a thumbnail that'll that's gonna like you know make you want to click on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not always great at doing that, which is why my videos don't have you know millions and millions of views. But but that is yeah, the the trend is to anger people because that's what it gets people yeah. to react. And so that's why Twitter you know keeps people like weird Mike Cernovich and and Trump and all these other people on their on their service because it it does drive the numbers the the anger you know yeah. and just so. So you think that's a, that's one of the big changes the algorithm uh, has brought is like people have learned to focus on anger mm-hmm. more. Yeah, totally. And Trump's content. brought that. He's 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 amplified that himself. Yeah, I mean, just it, watching his rally is just pure hatred the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that gets people fired up. And yeah. in a weird way, it's almost like on the right, um, anger has been substituted like for comedy. Mm-hmm. Like instead of like something yeah. being like funny because it's like ironic or satire, yeah. like you know any of the old classic like comedy tropes, it's like the angrier is like equated with like oh well that person's funny. Like Stephen Crowder, let's yeah, like yeah. we were saying yeah. earlier, he's just yeah. an angry guy sitting behind mm-hmm. a card table on campus, like shouting at people and being like oh okay oh, yeah. oh well, well okay right. well okay well if you say that okay well yeah. just let me finish. It's, and it's just always like, college kids too. They're just like yeah, it's never like poor college kids that are just like um, yeah. I'm just trying to say that like my friend's black yeah. and I. I care about them yeah. and that's and, and he's if like I, okay okay well look i'm not saying yeah. that. And like, if, I have, a, if I have a kid if i have a kid i'm gonna like drop him off at school <laughs> you know and just set up my little table just as i'm as i'm getting yeah. his shit out the cart for him to move into his dorm room i'm setting up a table in front of his dorm to convince to convince his future <laughs> and he's always punching down too just yeah. always just like yeah and his jokes are just Racial slurs. Yeah. It's not, yeah. What's sad too, I think, about like pushing people to make angry content is that genuine anger, which is rising for genuine reasons, becomes uh, completely uh, useless, essentially lost in this, in this, this kind of theatrical anger that's endlessly going out there just to make sure that the algorithm picks you up or or you get listened Mm -hmm. to at all. Um, The result is that, yeah, like you, you, it becomes way more like entertainment. And the, and I think that the right profits from that, the right profits from that because it means like, yeah, I'm angry at you. It's as it's as meaningful as you being angry at me, which is not really at all, and it's just kind of content. Yeah, and uh, that that I think that's <laughs> right. You being angry yeah. as me, <laughs> so we are the same in our anger against. Can you imagine if we had had um, a sad internet instead? What if the algorithm pushed sad stuff? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I think that would be. Would you? Would you have? 
Which I mean, one? You, you might have some better music, maybe. Yeah, that's know. true. That's a good point. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm, it's so funny that Happy and like Happy is like, yeah. Eh, eh, yeah. like we we can't make any money off Happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they've been trying for years and no one buys. No it anymore. one buys. Yeah. It doesn't match the inner feeling anymore. Yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> right. it's At like um, true. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's like what's his, the the fucking old guy when Neo finally like gets through the last door in the Matrix and it's the old guy behind the desk and he's like, we tried to make a version of the Matrix that was like pure utopia, but your your people rejected it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, so, yeah, what do you think the future holds just in, in general for, for political satire videos on media? I think that's... Right. We're kind of, I feel like, at a turning point there where people are, are, are like, trying to legislate. Like, what's the difference between a, a Bloomberg paid-out-of-his-pocket mm-hmm. ad and, like, a Super PAC ad? And- yeah, I, I mean, because, like, yeah, I saw that, like, Twitter made an announcement that that ad would... If when when their new rules take effect, that that would be listed as manipulated video, but like what you know, what political ad isn't yeah, yeah. manipulated to make their candidate look good? You know, yeah. Even if that you know he didn't look that great to me in that ad, but yeah. but that's what their goal was, you know. And I think once you start um, labeling things like that, and just like where does it stop? Where does it you know? Um, is Ben Shapiro like his news organization? Is that considered real news? Like, what is a legit news source? Yeah, I think it's very, very dicey and, and tough. Uh, and I think they're going to run into a lot of trouble. Um, people are going to misuse it. They're going to report if if there is a legit reporter. They're going to like have uh, campaigns where yep. they'll, they're going to mass report things. That's happened to me a lot of times. Yeah, of They've course. taken videos of mine down. Yeah, it's just there. People are going to abuse it. And I don't know what the right way is. Um, Maybe stay off Twitter or something, you know, because like <laughs> that's like just stop using social media. Yeah, yeah that's a good. I, it really is actually like good, better yeah. for your brain to stay off of it. Don't delete um, your account or anything. No, and don't delete. Make it, sure you but, stay yeah. following us. Yeah, yeah just yeah, keep yeah. following. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, keep following, yeah. but just stop but I, checking in on us. <laughs> don't right, interact. Right. Make um, ten I, new accounts. Follow <laughs> us with those. Then delete your original. Right. One. Don't don't write me specifically <laughs> to tell me that my my one political tweet in a sea of like kind of funny ones. Is trash and that, Yours it, are pure and that I don't know what <laughs> so I'm talking about. about and just, <laughs> You're so mad online right now. I'm real days. mad. Oh, I love yeah. it. I'm real mad. There's no comp. I have no comp. The <laughs> the other thing I was gonna say earlier that like fucking sucks about this like label or whatever. Like this is truthful content. This mm. isn't. Is they're gonna do it to comedy videos? Yeah, everything. And, and yeah. I don't want to like click on something being like, oh man, yeah, like, I want to check out. I want to laugh a little mm. bit and see a warning that's like this is untrue. It's like yeah, yeah, dude, I fucking know. That's why I want to laugh at it. It's mm-hmm. like uh, when you p- start putting labels on. Everything, it's just uh, everything's yeah, it's, ruined. It's not good, <laughs> it's not everything's a good ruined. time, yeah. But it's almost like, it all. but also, like, I think, like, I'm I just get to the point where, like, I'll spend a long time on a video and then you put it out there on social media and it's like out of the algorithm in a day. <laughs> As you know, I want something that's a little more long term, you know, yeah. that that people can kind of. 20 years from now, they can come back and watch a video of mine and be like, what the hell happened here? Well, how did this ever happen? You know, so yeah. Yeah. that's kind of what my focus has been. YouTube then, I Gen- suppose. Yeah, I think yeah. YouTube, even yeah. though I, I hate YouTube. Like, yeah, it for, sucks. But... They exploit children all the time. And yeah. just like, it's just, it's gross. Like, yeah. Just, but but I don't know what else is out what, there. What choice do we have? Not, we have no we choice. Have, yeah, we have to <laughs> fucking go with the gross gotta, people. Like, yeah, what yeah. are we going to do? Yeah. You know, we were born to make content. If, uh-huh. we, yeah. if we can't find a way to make it and then have other people react to it in ways that make us mm-hmm. feel okay inside... Yeah. What the fuck are we gonna do? <laughs> what the fuck gonna are we do? gonna do? Boys, we're fuckboys. Right. I better, I, I better find some MMO to just go fucking balls deep into and just like, just 
lose the rest <laughs> of my life. Yeah, you're just ready. You're, you're dragging the bucket back to the VR again. Yeah. Right, right, all right. right. Time yeah. for another session. Yeah, I'm right. not feeling good. Honey, get the sponge. <laughs> I'm going to watch Vic Berger for eight hours in VR yeah. again. Yeah, he's put out the latest 360 degree video. It's 80 frames per second. I wonder how it would be. Some of these techniques you use of like slowing down with the music or, or yeah. zooming in into the horribly yeah, yeah. blurred image. Uh-huh. In VR, oh man, you gotta make us a nightmare. Yeah, have to do. You that. know what? We uh-huh. gotta. I w- you, you, you should make us sick. <laughs> yeah, make us yeah, sick. nightmare on Burger Street. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> sick. Walk through hell. We just brought him on just yeah. to like pitch him shit he should do. <laughs> I mean, while we're while we're on this topic, just just as <laughs> like just, idea, if I could get I mean, like one fan fanny question uh, in, uh, where like um, I always sort of like when I first started watching Tim and Eric and stuff and your videos, like I'd see nothing like it and. I'm to me I always thought that it was kind of a homage to like late night like shitty public acts like I'm just curious mm. where the inspiration ca- came from well, I, like I I wasn't like part of like awesome show or anything right. like that but um but yeah that's I mean well Tim grew up in the same like town as, as me and we yeah watched the same kind of like shitty cable <laughs> access stuff and I, at least I can't speak for him but that's you know yeah watching like RCN or so yeah, yeah, electric yeah. In, in in Pennsylvania but I think that's that's and another one was uh Bob, what the hell was his name? He he like oh, he, he would have these like it was like in Philadelphia he would just have like these like small time acts come in and and it was just on like shitty VHS and yeah. it was just pumped out to Philadelphia and and, and the surrounding uh, neighborhoods and I think that's where they just took it from and just kind of just made it <laughs> made it weirder yeah because it was weird to begin with but when know. I was in yeah. uh, when I was still like sixteen or seventeen in high school I remember. Uh, my friend was like introducing me to kind of like weird Twitter. So it was like Old Man Murray, like Sean Baby. It wasn't weird Twitter yet because it wasn't mm. Twitter, but it was like yeah. a lot of the guys that would go on to to become that. And I remember he ordered, uh, he paid uh, Kthor. By the way, hey, what's up, Kthor? He's a listener. Uh, but he paid to get one of his videos delivered, and it was like way before any you know internet video stuff. So yeah. we would get these little like golden VHS That's tapes cool. and they would be packed full of bizarre old Japanese game shows or uh-huh. horrifying. I watched uh, the Blue Flowers uh, Cool Keith video for the first time uh, thanks to him. Wow. And I remember thinking this is the weirdest, most interesting like subculture. I knew nothing of it. My friend was way deeper in it. Man, that but... sounds like such a more interesting childhood <laughs> than mine. Like the only yeah. like VHS that like me and like my friends like passed around was this weird British pornography that <laughs> somebody had found in a dumpster, I believe. And like, it was really bad. It was like a prison porn. Oh, God. Well, this conversation went terribly. <laughs> um, You're not yeah. supposed to do this in front of guests. Right. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, Julian? Jake does a radio equivalent of shitting himself. Right. right. <laughs> he just melt down Amazing. and go off topic. And... Oh, I'm going to be sitting here in this for a while. <laughs> but do you know everything is terrible? Do you know those guys? Oh, uh, I've heard of them, yeah, but I haven't, uh, I haven't watched them. They're a big it, influence uh, on me, and I got to know them a little bit. Um, but cool. they would just, they have an insane amount of VHS that they just, you know, have piles in their rooms. And they also, they have, they have this, this side project where they have every copy of Jerry Maguire, like on VHS, <laughs> like thousands and thousands of these. And they made an, an entire, like, VHS store out of Jerry Maguire's and what? you can go in. It's yes, all, I think I see this. It's oh, like, I yeah, it. it's it's the coolest. That it's is fucking awesome. amazing. But they, but they archive a lot of stuff. And yeah. actually, speaking of YouTube, they, they just pulled their channel. So like uh, countless hours of work just gone. They pulled it what? They for pulled some, it for like, like copyright. YouTube, copyright thing. Yeah, YouTube, YouTube like copyright it? infringements. All these yeah. like old VHS like from the 70s and 80s. 
Uh, yeah, just they they would do like little edits of it, you know, like a, a an hour and a half movie, garbage movie, you know, down to like two minutes or something. Yeah, like that. amazing shit. Yeah. But it's just like yeah, super influential stuff. But just yeah. I don't, I've been watching Adam Curtis a lot. This is, I know this is a bit of a pivot, but mm. I've been watching Adam Curtis a lot, and I noticed that he also does uh, use techniques that are very extreme and fast-paced, mm. uh, and he's covering stuff that's inscrutable, like you know, po- like geopolitics and shit like right, that. Right, right. But he's able to, I think, speak the language that I also notice in your videos, which is this kind of ha- hyperactive acknowledgement that our brains are overloaded and fried and that that's how we're all feeling and we're all experiencing this this cacophony from that perspective. Um, And I'm wondering, have you ever considered doing stuff that's more serious? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking for a way out of like what I'm doing. Not just like so like like dark and and just like the internet, just tired of, you know, being surrounded by these people that I, you know. So I'm looking for a way out and I, I think, yeah, I think something along those lines would be a little nicer or, even a little happier, find find a way sure. to turn yeah. that shit into something a little more pleasant that uh, isn't going to rot my brain. But yeah, yeah, I I'm not too familiar with Curtis, but I, um, that is something that's been on my list to check out because I heard he like does all the editing himself too. Oh yeah, you you can yeah. tell like it's 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 very much like I think his auteurship comes in through the editing mostly. It's, right, it's that right. and his his incredibly like monotonous and and fucking overbearing british voice which i love <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah if you want to if you want to start somewhere i mean we, yeah, what's the best one to uh hyper normalization okay. is mind-boggling mm. I, al- I also recently watched um it's it's the one on the middle east uh specifically centered around saudi arabia mm. uh and he bitter 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 something Bitter something. Yeah, it's a, he, he put it out a year before hypernormalization, and that is really, really fascinating as well. Mm. It's very experimental, in fact. It's yeah. over two hours long, and there are like there's a good twenty minute period where there's no sound. Ah, oh, interesting. Or or, mm. or there's de- he's playing with different images with absolutely no voice for a long time. He's amazing. Hypernormalization, I'd say though, is for newcomers like the. That's the entrance. Uh, oh, right because there. It, it's one of those things you'll never forget. Mm-hmm. There's a before and after, at least for me. Like I've been having watched uh, Oof. Curtis. I don't know if I need. Oh, that. it will wreck you. I don't need it. I, I don't know if I need a before and after. <laughs> I'm, I'm already after. <laughs> yeah, I'm just an after. I'm just. That's all I am. <laughs> because I, I would personally just love to see uh, a Vic Berger mm-hmm. like a, experimental documentary. Mm-hmm. I think that documentary is probably the most interesting form right now um, in terms of how people are interacting with it. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know if you've seen The Act of Killing. That's another experimental mm, documentary that is think so. obviously very depressing, but yeah. so amazing and, and really like kind of shattering um, the possibilities of the of the genre and the medium. So anyways, awesome. that's just our fan moment encouraging you yeah. to. Uh, I've been thinking about doing a... Uh, a documentary like following because I have like I you know, social anxiety and all this stuff like yeah me too following nice, like, nice. that's trying everybody to get, in this room everybody does yeah and everybody right. outside right. of this room that's right. lives in this apartment <laughs> that's as well. right yeah exactly <laughs> but think about like exploring that like where the hell does that come from like why because it's hard to explain to people like my wife doesn't I mean she has some a little bit of anxiety but like nothing that like like at least what I can tell is like what I deal with so it's hard to yeah. explain to people what it's like and you know like yeah. Like, why are you sweating or what the, you know, yeah. why are you yeah. like, you know, why quiet? do you not want to leave the house? Right, because right. like a simple right. interaction with someone selling you an, uh, something would, yeah, it's feels gonna, too much. Right, right. Yeah, so it's, it's like, yeah. well, you, these are your friends that you were uh, supposed to go <laughs> hang out with. Like, what is your aversion? <laughs> right, you know? why? Yeah. You never see your yeah. friends. Right. Jake right. invited right. you right. Jake out. kicked off our whole, our whole uh, friendship by uh, meeting me, meeting oh, me. Because a friend was like, hey, you got to meet this guy. He's funny. He likes video games. You do this podcast you might want to do together. He shows up and. Uh, sips uh, cold brew coffee and that has was my a, first, immediately has my a panic attack. Mistake. Yeah, that's so he's that, in a yeah. panic attack trying to 
build a friendship with me. It was so good. But that's and, good then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you relate to that. Exactly. So, yeah, and yeah. that's a one, th- one tip if anybody cares. Drink less uh, fully caffeinated coffee. Yes. Correct. I've been, uh, ever since I started doing it, every morning I you know, make a pot of coffee, but it's like half decaf, half regular. Now, that's yep. that's helped me a lot. You know? yeah. Vic. That's why I was able to be here today. That's This, a, this half cup, that's as, as much that's as it, I'll drink. That's it. That's I, it. I just know. I know yeah. that if I have half, half a cup, that's going to be fine. <laughs> that's right. And, and, yeah, and you, you just hold yeah. the cup and you just imagine you're drinking it. You know what that's I right. find? Um, yeah. I don't you know. Do, you do Scott Adams. Have yeah. a little sip. Oh, I don't God, know if you're on the CBD oil, but I find that the CBD oil, a half drop full in the morning oh. and my anxiety is much more manageable Je- is it just cbd it's i i i have a little bit of thc okay in it um it's like an 18 uh-huh. to 1 so like 18 uh, okay. part cbd one part yeah. thc so you don't really even feel high it's enough thc you know, to like activate the cbd i got one that's like it's called remedy so it sounds like real like medicinal <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is gonna I know solve everything yeah. i got it for you don't worry yeah. so it's like it's like it's basically one to one i think yeah. and that and that it's good. Yes, yeah. I like that. I yeah, mean, that, yeah, that helps. It's, one to um, one is a nice. Yeah, the one to yeah. one uh, will get me a little high, which I yeah. try not to do. Like going into work, mm, sometimes sure, I've sure. made mistakes. Like some mistakes <laughs> yeah. have been made where I've ended up like in my in my yeah. office, like yeah. really fucking high. My right, boss yeah. is you know sober of thirty years, <laughs> so like it's a very it's a precarious situation yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I do find that yeah that that has helped a lot mm-hmm. in ways that like some of the prescription drugs have not. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've I've tried them all. They, Dude, they, and they nothing, fucking kill your nothing, creativity. Yeah. It's just like not yeah. good shit. Yeah. It's, not it's good. all bad. Everything's bad. Everything is terrible. This is what you happen when you podcast with two Jewish people. <laughs> Fucking sucks. How do you drink your coffee? <laughs> Half. Oh, so good. Well, honestly, people can find your work and they should find your work at youtube.com slash Vic Burger. That's B-E-R-G-E-R. And they can follow you on Twitter at Vic Burger IV. But don't follow me on Twitter. It's, it's, yeah, and don't message him yeah, either, it's actually. Horrible. You know, it's horrible. No. Don't retweet him. You don't can like if you him. want to. That's do it, but silently and quietly. Yeah, right. Don't say you're enjoying it. Right. right. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to plug? I know you released um, like a, a pretty big movie, 52-minute movie Yeah, it's recently. a 52-minute compilation <laughs> of the Trump stuff. I mean, there's like hours yeah. and hours of Trump stuff if you go to yeah, my yeah. channel. Don't watch it all in one sitting. Um, <laughs> uh, watch some of the happier stuff too, like the Steve Harvey stuff or whatever. Yeah, you know, that's the, great. Jim Baker, you can watch. Yeah. Um, planning on going to the RNC and the DNC with Tim again this year. Yes. So Amazing. We're talking to people to try and get us to you know pay for it and make it happen. Um, other than that, if you want to support me, you can, you can check out my Patreon. What is that? Uh, Patreon.com slash Vic Burger. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Yep. Awesome. We use the same, uh, the same manner of, uh, right, of recompensing right. ourselves in this new uh-huh. independent media, you know, yeah. era. It's a good, it's a good way. I mean, just, it you is. know, and yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, like double mint is never going to, you know, sponsor a <laughs> show right. that's, What's you know, double mint? Yeah, double mint gum. Double mint gum. gum. It's yeah. never going to sponsor a show. <laughs> when have you heard a fucking podcast <laughs> with chewing gum sponsors? Stephen Hawking going to Epstein Island. You yeah. are an 80-year-old woman. <laughs> the, the people on the stream last night were saying that I'm like, uh, I have like hard boomer energy like, trapped in the body of like a 36-year-old. But double mint, you can only get that like the dollar store, right? Isn't that like- Yeah, where, I don't like, know why kind of I brand. picked that. I don't know why <laughs> like, I picked that like, brand. That's I stuff, swear yeah. to fucking God. It's the worst gum. This guy. They're definitely not going to sponsor you after this. I could have said anything. I could have said anything. I could have Stripe gum. Yum. I could have said fruit stripe. Another thing no one cares and knows about. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's like Big Red or something for fuck's sake. That's my brand is stuff that no one cares and no one knows about. That's literally that's what I am. That's what I. I remember Fruit Stripe was like. Was that the kind? Maybe it didn't happen at your school, but like people would say you could eat the paper. Yes, that's the kind. Yeah, and it was a lie. It was bullshit. It was a total lie. It was bullshit. The paper. The paper looked enticing because because the dye the dye that they put on the gum to give it stripes to make it look like the fucking zebra mascot would would rub off on the paper and the paper would be colored and so yeah, people okay. would say like oh well, it's supposed to have it. a flavor and then it would, two, two victims of wad, a... like just like just wad of paper in your so mouth. two victims of paper paper dye poisoning <laughs> <laughs> from california just <laughs> incredible the lead is in the pipes i'm it's... glad i'm not the only one <laughs> well thank you so much for joining yeah, sure. us thanks for having me Thank you for listening to another episode of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. Please go to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe for five bucks a month. You'll get a whole second episode every week and access to our entire archive of premium episodes. That's over 60 right now. When you subscribe, you help us stay advertising free, which is the way that we like it. Not everybody has full editorial control out there in the uh, podcasting world. I don't know if you know that. Especially for an episode like the one you've just listened yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What we're trying to do is, is say that if we had a proper producer with a lot of experience, they would maybe uh, shut down some of the things we said here. Yeah. I, As the producer and the guy who makes the death threats, <laughs> you have uh, really constructed this wrong. <laughs> I have full control over everything you're saying. The conversation is going to be very simple. It's going to be me going like, I hate Michael Bloomberg. And then Travis would be like, I am a pedophile. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you should go to uh, QAnonAnonymous.com and, and uh, actually now we have like links right there. So you can go find our merch. You can go find our Discord if you want to join the community. Listener, until next week, may the deep dish bless you and keep you. It's not a conspiracy. It's fact. And now, today's auto cue. You know what I just realized about coronavirus? They're so desperate to take out Trump. It's all to try and take out Trump. Isn't it? These people are sick. These people are evil. The swamp is deep. And wide. And in a last ditch attempt to take out Trump, they've released this virus. It's an assassination, an assassination attempt on Trump, and they don't care who they take out while they're doing it. The virus was, um, it looks like it was snuck out of a university by some Chinese person or something that got arrested or something. Or the university was working with the university in Wuhan, China, on developing bioweapons. And out of utter desperation, it's not about wiping out the population and that, it's about, I mean, partly that because they don't care about us because we're just sheep, but to them. But really, what they want to do is reach Washington and kill President Trump. So that's what all of it's about. Amen, that's what it's about.